Welcome and thank you for joining the first episode of Geek Responsibly. to Geek Responsibly. My name is Jenna, and I am the host of the show. I have here with me Bridget, my best friend. Um, I hope you guys all heard that. She said, best friend. I made it really, really quiet so you can't really tell, but <laughs> she's my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so we are going to go ahead and start this show. It's actually the first episode, so hopefully it's not too much of a horrible Show. It's going to be a cluster, is what it's going to be. Not exactly. It's going to be great. Let's break it down and be honest. This is going to be a fucking a shit show, Cluster but fuck, yeah. it's going to be awesome, so thank you. All right, so we're going to start off with something that a lot of people um, always question, or I mean, I have questioned before, what the difference between nerd and geek is. Which is funny, because we actually didn't know, so we looked it up. Um, and from what the interwebs have told us is geek is apparently a fan of a subject and nerds are the practitioners or the professionals of said subject. Um, which I don't know if I completely agree on. I, I don't know if you have any, I mean, do you see a difference between geek and nerd when it comes to that being like, just, Hey, you're a geek. Is it almost set to you? Does it almost feel like, Oh, you're just a fan versus like not being a super fan. Do you feel like sometimes that splits people apart if they like kind of? Well, and honestly, when you like just said, mm-hmm. we didn't even know the terminology. So when we looked it up, I was kind of like, oh yeah, geek totally is. You know, somebody that is really huge hardcore um, into a topic. But then when it says a nerd is a practitioner, I was like, wait a minute. Like, I geek out about you know video games. But I also play them. So yeah. I was like, I don't, I'm not really sure. Do you think it's a pro and con versus like separating geek and nerd where it's like, well, I'm a geek because I play video games, but I would have to be a nerd if I was actually someone that made video games. And do you think that that sometimes makes people go, well, uh, you're not as geeky as like that mm, actually oh, yeah. like, oh, like mm, more? Excuse me. You're not as geeky as me because yeah. you don't watch Doctor Who. Yeah. I'm like, wait a minute. No, I'm geeky with other things. Like, do you know what? <laughs> well, and I, it's, it's interesting because it's like when you go to con, you can see people who really are like, because geek to me is someone who has a passion for something that they will dive deep to get the most minute detail of a TV show or um, for example, or the Warcraft, like the lore. Amazing. I am a, such a casual player. I don't raid. I don't give a shit. Sorry. I don't give a shit about it. Um, but I we did play. for a second. Hold on. No, hold on. Did. She, she did for a little bit. <laughs> I didn't raid. We quested I, I, and danced in a fucking So quest. I played for a long time by myself because yeah. I didn't know you. Oh. And I was like, this game is amazing. And all of a sudden you were playing and you're like, come raid with me. And I was okay. like, what the fuck are we doing? Because I'm sitting over here like, can I do anything? And you're like, no, you just sit back here and pick up loot. I was okay. like, <laughs> let me, let me, let me phrase this. She was in a dungeon. It wasn't a raid. Uh, it because, wasn't? No. 
It was a dungeon. It was like a level 20. And when when I, when I she's saying raid, I might have raided, but I was riding the purple train the whole time. Like, I... The... The guild was pretty much running me through it, and I didn't do anything because I enjoyed playing <laughs> expansions like three three years after they've come out. So, but the thing is, is when when my husband raids or he plays WoW, like he's really into it, and then I get more into it when we read the books and we learn more about the characters and the lore. So then I kind of start um, geeking out about it. But then, you know, I so there's conversations I can't keep up with him on because he knows way more shit than I do. <laughs> so it's just interesting, and and I wonder with. Sometimes in the community, if anyone else has felt that way, that there might be some tension between people who feel like they know more than you and kind of like, oh, well, you're not into this. You're not in the club because you don't know as much as I do. Well, and I feel like a lot of people don't want to go to um, Comic Fest. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They changed the name. I don't think we say Comic Con anymore. Comic Fest. She just got sued, guys. (laughs) Sorry, San Diego. By the way, New York is the one that created Comic Con. Con, just to let you know. But anywho, I didn't know that. I yeah, I wanted to. Fun fact. Fun fact. <laughs> anywho, so I feel like a lot of people don't want to go to conventions because they uh, feel nervous. Like I'm not nerdy enough. All these people are dressing up. I'm not dressing up. Why should I go? And to be honest, it's not um, really about that. It's the there. There's so many other actors and artists that are there. Um, it's it should be more about the artists. Yeah, but it is more about the actors that I've noticed, um, which is fine because that brings people to and that brings dollars and keeps that stuff running. But isn't that also why they couldn't call it or that's like in our local area? I also heard that's why they are changing the name because they're not pulling enough artists to make it a comic fest that they're changing the name because they can't, they're not bringing enough comic artists in. Oh my gosh. So I heard they were changing the name this, so this actual year. No, but I get it. Like, I didn't dress up, and one of the things, like, I've always wanted to cosplay, and I've never actually built anything. One, because I have no skill. And two, my first thing was always going to be uh, Master Chief. Well, and the Halo, other thing, so too, hard. if I wanted to dress up, <laughs> yeah, like, I wanted to go balls deep and look <laughs> fucking awesome, like Jessica Negri. Yeah, and she is amazing. Jessica, I love you. But anywho, <laughs> I don't look like that in my head. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm not dressing up in skin suits and other things. I probably will soon as I'm going to the gym and look a little bit better. But I think that's another reason why I wouldn't want to dress up. Yeah, I was self-conscious and I didn't... Like, some people pull that shit off. And some people, bless their hearts, <laughs> they wear shit that they shouldn't and they... <laughs> do whatever they want. Well, the thing about that too is I think there's a little bit of self-conscious. For me, it's not so much that because I always want to dress as a dude because personally yeah, they're... Chief would be awesome. Yeah, personally they're my favorite. Like Dr. Fate, like I usually want to dress like a guy because I feel like they have better costumes. But my my dilemma comes from where I feel like if I'm if I'm dressed up as Nathan Drake from Uncharted, like I need to know everything. So what if someone comes up and tests me and they're like, well, are you a real fan? And they want to dive deep and ask you questions. And I worry mm-hmm. about that. So I, I just worry that separating nerdy and geek, I don't know if it's helpful for the community. And I, I mean, I do see the idea of having a nerd being the professional of the subject, but I don't know if I necessarily, I think it's fine to be called a fan, but I just don't know if you need to differentiate the two. Yeah. And in, in my personal Can opinion. we just, can we just make it a, a neek? A, a nerk? Can we do a nerk? I, I mean, a blend between I just, a nerd and a girk. A girk. Uh, <laughs> <like a> gir- <laughs> I just always assumed it was the same thing. I was really I thought su- so too. I was really surprised. And first reading it, like, it makes sense. When you first read it, you're like, oh, okay, well, it's a mm-hmm. professional, makes sense to be a nerd and a geek is a fan. But then the more kind of like, you know, 
I want to say stewed in it, but the more like you sat in like in the hot tub stewed. of that, <laughs> stewed. Let's sit. Let's sit through in this. The, yeah, let's sit. Aroma. The, let's sit in this. Feel like you're onsen. just wafting your oh, balls sweat up. Yeah, it's like sitting in that just makes me wonder if that's uh, could potentially be a con for the community. Like mm-hmm. people kind of already separating, going, "Well, I'm a nerd because I actually study science. Like I actually study planets and." I don't know what the fuck called. Astrology versus someone who's like, I'm a Libra. Like, I don't, that's obviously something completely different and I'm so offensive right now. But that's, it's just, it's just interesting and I don't know if it's pro or con. Um, yeah. For example, like, we were going to talk about our top three things that we consider geeky. Next segment. Yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about the top <laughs> three geeky things that we like. And that's, and it's funny because when we were going through it, I realized that some of my stuff with following this following these rules that some of it would be considered geeky and some nerdy like photography i'd be considered nerdy because it's actually my job versus video games can be geeky because i don't i all i wanted to do it professionally but i don't so it's a hobby so it's just to me it's just all kind of all the same regardless if i'm getting paid to do it or not so what are your top three video games right now it's detroit become human Uh, i just finished it it's amazing um, Where can um, they get that? I bought the digital version on PS4 store. Um, it took me a long time to go from physical to digital. Yeah, digital copies. Um, but I really enjoyed that one. My second one currently is the God of War, the new one, which is amazing. I it, I it took me the longest time. It only took me three days. That's the longest it's taken for God of War. And then my all-time favorite is Uncharted. Uncharted series for the PS4. Yep. I love that game. I mean, if we're talking about like older school stuff, I'd have to dig and think which one it is, but for current... No, because I know you very well. Um, Obviously, (laughs) Final Fantasy is one. Kingdom Hearts is another one. Oh, yeah. Kingdom Hearts is (laughs) amazing. Final Fantasy VIII for me, full-time, full-time, all-time favorite because it was my first um, kind of like game. I, I wanted a different system and I got stuck with a PlayStation at the time and I played Final Fantasy VIII a lot without a memory card. Yes, I remember you telling <laughs> me that. Oh my gosh, who does not have a memory card? I didn't know. I was thinking I was getting a Dreamcast, which lucky for me, my grandma said no. Um, but it was no memory card, Final Fantasy VIII, and it was playing against so, so how did for you, a long time. How, how did you get it from, um, if you did not have a memory card, to be... Did you pause it? What What did you do? Oh, or did no. you have to keep playing the no. same segments no. over? I learned fairly quickly that something was wrong. Uh, so I kept playing this thing. And I'm like, oh, great. I'll pick up later. Turned it off. And I get on. I'm like, ah, no. And then realized that it was... I'm like, oh, shit. Like, there's a save, but I can't save. So I think I ended up getting a memory card okay. probably a couple weeks after. And then kind of figured it out. Because I feel like that's <laughs> extreme dedication. If you, like, did not have a memory no, card. And you were like, do not turn this off. No. So... <laughs> So speaking of geeky, I geeked out on eight. I bought the strategy guide. I got everything else. Um, got I love them. strategy guides. Oh, Remember those? Oh, <laughs> mine's ratted up. It's held together. The front cover's off. It's held together by tape. It's fucking nasty. Um, but I bought that. And when I was playing that, I geeked out and like really was like trying to figure out how to beat bosses. And for those who know Final Fantasy VIII, you'll know how bad this was. Um, I didn't know how to junction. So it took me a very long time to finish the game and my characters were super weak and thank God for Game Shark and they had it in, uh, remember the Game Shark? Yep, I remember yeah, Game Shark. You get all the cheat codes. Yep. <laughs> oh shit. So I, I ended up getting cheat codes so I could beat it and it took me, I don't know, three hours to finish the final boss. 
because my characters were so they couldn't do any damage i just summoned all of my um guardians and then she kept killing them all so i was just like punching people and i didn't have any of like the anything i didn't know how junctioning worked it was it's actually very embarrassing to admit it um but it took me three hours and i was invincible it was bad that is awesome it was fucking horrible oh god um but yeah video games photography photography for me and uh movies because my husband and i pretty much if we see a movie that we we know a movie trailer or we see something we want to see we're out that weekend like that night when it comes out or that weekend yep. we like to see a lot of movies together and kind of rip them apart when they're done rip, yeah rip them apart as in just going back and forth seeing if you like it or not or just like this movie was garbage um did you, did you see ready player one yet i did okay uh i saw it when it came out conveniently um, rip it apart is if we're going to see it again, kind of going through minute details on what we liked, what we didn't like. And then both my husband and I have a background of 3D animation and video game design. So a lot of that might be like going to see Kung Fu Panda when it came out and he'll be like, oh, wow, did you really see that? The smoke effect, like how, like kind of seeing how technology is. See, and that I feel like is seeing. very nerdy. Oh. So I love it. <laughs> I love it. I have, I'm pushing my fake glasses. Did you guys see that smoke effect? <laughs> you see how they ate those those scrumptious? Yeah, it's bad. Did you see, like, did you see the water? It was amazing. It, it looks so real. But I think um, with those types of movies, too, I absolutely love watching those things. Yeah. But not to an extent of how maybe you do. Mm. Um, but, like, for example, this is not really... A, I, maybe it's a nerdy or geeky thing. It's going to be Fifty Shades of Grey. I'm going to I'm going to go there, okay, guys. Hold on, fuck. So we're going to go over there. It's I'm over. intrigued. Hold on, so, let me sit up in my chair. What? <laughs> so this is where my rant comes on. <laughs> this movie I went to go watch because everybody was like, "Oh my god, Fifty Shades of Grey." I'm like, "What the fuck? This book was horribly written. No yeah, offense. No, probably offense. I don't the give a fuck. Kind of. Yeah. It's it was miserable. I thought it was written by a third grader. I got through <laughs> six chapters and I was like, "Fuck this." But the thing I thought I was like, "I have to go watch the movie. I want to see what it was like." To but see if they would transition it differently. I, well, I didn't even finish the book, so oh. I don't even care. But anywho, <laughs> six chapters in, I was like, garbage. Yeah. Um, but when I was watching the movie, I was there was this part where I remember he was like, maybe it was like the first or second sex scene, and he's kissing down her leg, and I'm like, oh man, like she still has stubble like on her legs. And she has, like, it was all these shots. Like in my head, I'm thinking all these things like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, that's a great shot. And, oh, it shows, like, her, you know, how she's so young and not mature in sexuality. And, and like, I'm making all this so, stuff up. Like, maybe where everybody's the cinematography like, of it. Yes. Okay. Oh, my God, I loved it. Mm. Where I, I started going at that aspect and people were like, nah, like, that was a shitty movie. Like, it didn't even make sense. I'm like, but did you see, like, the camera angles and, like, this and that? Like, hmm. I understand their acting was horrendous, but they got better. Like, in the second, I didn't watch the third one yet. Yeah, but, but I also wonder if it's because I don't think they were very excited about the project. And you wonder if sometimes mm -hmm. they're just like, well, fuck it, I'm just doing this for the paycheck, and I'm just going to get the, the fucking scene yeah. and be done with it. Yeah, and there was a lot of people By that By the way, were, like, our podcast it. is rated R for <laughs> sailor language. For, and apparently sex. Right and R. she went there in, huh? like, less than 15 minutes. <laughs> Has it only been 15 minutes? I don't minutes? know. It's probably been longer. <laughs> <laughs> this is what happens. By the way, it's already been two hours. Yeah. You guys have been standing out in a parking lot. 
Yeah, that's happened. <laughs> All right, three. So, are you on? Are you on um, movies? So we went to movies, and you were kind of talking about that, and then so you had a top three as well that you were kind of talking to me about earlier. That yes. were top three. And while we've been talking, I feel like um, I don't really even have like. I can't limit it to only three. Yeah. And so it's hard because I was going to go with blogging, books, and boobies. She <laughs> Just actually kidding. was. TV shows, TV shows. <laughs> I wanted the, the triple Bs. Um, but a blogging, I feel like, is not really that geeky. Like, I, I, I love it. I, I feel like books, yeah, I'm geeky in it. But I, I don't you're feel geeky like in books. You won't even let me turn that. Like you're, she's okay. that person. Like if I borrowed a book, she's like, "Don't freaking fold it around." Like if I, I like fold. I got how better. How do you explain this motion? Like you, I'm trying to do this, but I wish I can explain it. It's like you open the book and then the back of the book you bend, wrap to don't the front. Bend the cover. Yeah. Don't so bend she, the cover. She, like borrowing stuff. So she's saying, oh, "I'm not really geeky." Yes, she is. She's very passionate about it. Don't bend the cover. Don't dog ear my stuff like yeah no it isn't terrifying so okay continue. so so books will be up at the top i was just saying that like it's hard for me to finish books i'll start four mm-hmm. of them and it's hard for me to get through them but Unless also because really i like it yes and and it's hard because i feel like i i read so many books and there's so many back in my younger years that i absolutely could not put down yeah. harry potter um I've never read them oh my god i'll lend you okay I watched the movies, but I've never. I was rewatching them. They're on HBO or something, and I was like, you know. And I because I'm like them. ancient, I I had them. I had the. Oh, you should see my my first one is yellow pages. Really? Stained. I got it in fifth grade. Holy so shit. it's how old are we? We're old. <laughs> Nobody knows. We're moving on. No, you just said fifth grade. Well, well, I got it in fifth grade. Do, do we know say, how yeah, old I am currently? It's on my Facebook. No, I'm just kidding. We're sixteen. So. <laughs> But Harry Potter was phenomenal. Like, I could not put that down. Now, reading some of the... And again, everybody's um, classified as young uh, young adult. Mm. And the reason why is because the money's there. I do. And, I do tend to go to and that I, section. And I always go to that section. And to be honest, I was just reading one of the Court of Thorns and Roses. And it was already right in the first chapter. She's killing a freaking wolf. And I'm like, whoa, this is graphic. This is for yeah. young adults. Like, and there's sex scenes in them. Yeah. I'm like, I'm pretty sure these aren't what I was reading when I was in fifth grade. I was reading Harry Potter, which I feel is pretty dark. But at the same time, it, there wasn't that... He was younger. Well, I, there was one I had picked up from that section. It was called The Body Finder. And it was this girl who can... Who's like... I think she could talk to the dead or like could find bodies. I think I've seen this one. I, th- I think I saw it in the new bestsellers. But and- I, I mean, I read it from page to like cover to cover the one night, and I was I loved it. But at the same time, I was reading through and going, "Wow, this is pretty dark." Like, why? Yeah. There's like this guy who's trying to kill her. Like, it was crazy. So I don't know, like, from what I was reading back then to what I'm reading now. We'll have like, to do a whole what? podcast on what yeah. the hell is young adult. <laughs> yeah, it would be interesting <laughs> because seriously, they they've gotten dark. So um, books, I guess I would be um, a geek in. That's one of my top geeky um, things to do. Mm. Another one would be TV shows. But one of the things that I like to do with TV shows is um, back probably in 2010, Mm -hmm. I was going through a hypnotherapy um, session and my hypnotherapist recommended that because I told her um, 
I was watching The Secret Life of American Teenager, mm. and I was like, I can't stop. It's the worst TV show ever, and I don't know what... <laughs> I'm fascinated about it. And she's like, well, you know what? After each show, um, go ahead and write in your journal. And I started writing, and it was fascinating how many characters I was connected connecting to with certain parts of my own past in high school, and like even just now. And uh, so that's what I do now with TV shows. So I just did it with Game of Thrones, and I'm going to be putting those as podcasts moving forward, how our emotions are connected with TV shows. So. Which I do like, because there there are some TV shows that you get really like sucked into, or characters that you really enjoy. And I remember some of my, it's so weird, it's like some of my favorite memories are like watching Buffy. And like watching it. Buffy. Yeah, I used to like watch it, at, like religiously would be watching it at six o'clock at night and doing like my crunches or whatever, because I was ready to be the slayer. Um, but like watching that um, when it was coming out was very different. That's the other thing you should talk about is like watching it when it was coming out versus when you're able to binge watch. Because yes. I do think it changes the viewing process and how you actually connect to characters because you have access to skip and you have access to go through this stuff so quickly versus actually building up and seeing character development and growth. Well, and similar TV to that is like to get into. I've been just watching Riverdale and mm. season two I didn't really keep up on yet. I have to go watch it. But while it was coming out week by week, I was getting angry because I'm like, no, like now I have to wait for next week. So I think there is something behind it that you can binge watch and kind of finish a whole season in one night. <laughs> I I had a hard time with Riverdale, mostly because I was really getting into the new Archie once they redesigned it. So it was kind of more of a, like, better, it was better drawn, but it was a more high school, kind of young adult CW kind of thing. So I get why they picked it up. Yeah. So when I saw that that was coming out, I was pretty excited about Wait, did it. Did you finish Riverdale? No. Did you watch it? I mean, I watched the first season, but it was way darker than any Archie. Like, okay, so my Archie, my Archie's not dark. It's like, oh, it's just this redhead guy and, you know. He's same, quirky. Yeah, quirky yeah. and it's the drama, but it's not as, like, kitty as what it was. Um, but then I was watching this one. I'm like, holy shit. He's, like, having sex with his teacher in the first episode. I'm like, this is not. I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'm going to watch it. But this is not the Archie I was reading. Okay. So I haven't watched or started the second season. But I was kind of skipping through which already it's pretty dark i uh, and and to, they're just gonna keep it there yeah to keep to rift off mm-hmm. and go on a tangent cheryl is fucking hot which one's <laughs> the, the redhead, redhead? <laughs> yeah she's her cute. lips like i she's she's not i don't know i don't know what it is about her she's like, mean i don't know You're like, i'm like look at those dsls like <laughs> will you put more red lipstick on your lips because that is Super attractive, and I don't even have a dick, but I was like, <laughs> I feel you guys. Like, that thing. <laughs> By the way, this show is rated R for your pleasure. <laughs> Rid for your pleasure. Go to the next one. What are we doing now? Um, yeah, so we can get you off of dicks. Um, let's see. Wait, that was a horrible sentence. Yeah, that was bad. Sorry, my bad. You can edit that out later. Um, I'm not going to edit that out. Just to let you guys know. Oh, you know what we should actually... Probably because should, I don't know how to edit, so sorry again. We should actually segue to um, the pickup lines that we were talking about. Oh, because perfect! Because you were kind of talking about that stuff, and I had this one that came up, and it was hilarious. Segment number two. <laughs> <laughs> right? We're on number two? Uh, three. Well, technically yeah, three. But segment number three. We are going to go on your geekiest pickup lines. Have you ever had any pickup lines. I know you've been married for a very, very long time. How did you pick them up? 
No. No pickup no, line? No. no it, there really wasn't a pickup line. Uh, I've had interesting situations where... What was the only one? I had crashed my car. I had gotten in a car accident. And I was at school trying to finish something, looking through the um, auto trader. And this guy walks in and he sees me looking. And I'm on the phone with my friend. Just like, oh, well, damn it. I just crashed my car. I have to find a new car. This guy comes in and he, I believe, asked for a pen or a paper first. And I was like, go away. Here you go. Here's a piece of paper. And then asked for my pen. I was like, okay, fine. Here you go. And he's like, now can I have your number? I'm like get out get out of here like i just got in a car accident so i've had like a weird thing like that but as far as like geeky <laughs> kid pickup lines um no because now that i've been married for so long my husband just says the most disgusting things to me so they're not geeky at all it's just like stupid stupid things i can't even i i know he said something today and i can't even remember what it was but it was it, it's one of those things like girls would know this like when they say it, you're like ew like really ew it's like that but I did hear this great one. It's not geeky at all. All right. But it's hilarious. Okay. Drum roll. <sighs> it goes like this. It goes, hey, Jenna. You, hey, well, you smell like garbage. <laughs> what? Can I take you out? <laughs> <laughs> so, again, not geeky, but I was watching this thing, and this guy was, like, bombarding his girlfriend with stupid ones. Like, you make me stand... Like, are you a Joe Sergeant? Because you make me stand in attention. But the one that I just couldn't hold back... Yeah, the one I couldn't la- stop laughing was him calling her garbage. Like, you smell like garbage. And then you hear her go, what? And he's like, can I take you out? It was hilarious. <laughs> so that's, like... I found that. But as far as, like, actual geeky stuff, no, I, I don't have anything. <laughs> no worries, because I decided to take it upon myself and look some up for you. Oh, so, so, I'm going to try and see if I can pick up Bridget. Okay. So, Bridget. Mm-hmm. Hey, my name's Microsoft. Can I crash at your place tonight? Ew. <laughs> no. Is your name Wi-Fi? Because I'm feeling a connection. <laughs> That's not like <sighs> a rapist. Yeah, no one's just, no. I don't like it. <sighs> I don't feel good about myself. <laughs> Ew, this one's even worse. Okay. I'd like to calculate the slope of those curves. Who sense. uses these things? The slope of the curves just make me feel like it's just boob-related, and then it makes me feel like they're slopey, and I don't like that. Yeah. It just makes me feel like <laughs> no, I'm not I feel, wearing a right I'm sorry. I feel like I'm fat now. Like, you want to see the slope of my curves? Like No, it's the word slope. It makes me feel like I'm not wearing the right bra. <laughs> I, would, I probably wouldn't even give it ew. I would just look at this person like, you need to go. Like, you need to stop. <laughs> I don't know what else is on here. Let's see. Some of these get really odd. Like, odd. like they go way, f- way further than I would assume. This, I feel like, would be more nerdy. Yeah. Because there's ones all on the periodic table. And I'm sorry, I understand the periodic table. I don't. I got it in seventh grade. <laughs> but I'm not going to remember that adenine is a fucking element. Like, what? Yeah, I would just be like, huh? What? No, I'm done. Yeah. I don't, yeah. Baby, you make my floppy disk turn into a hard drive. That's just gross. (laughs) That's just gross. I would love it. Have you ever actually had someone give you a nerdy, like, pickup line? Or do you get more of the ones that are, like, just weird? Or do you not really Um, get them? No, I get I get pickup lines and they're super not thought out. Um, they usually are catcalling. Yeah. Um, or one guy asked me, "You you work out, don't you?" And I'm like, 
yeah. And he's like, your legs are thick. I was like, is that a compliment? Yeah, or? I don't. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to, like. Was I there when you said that? I feel like yes. I was there. Yeah, it was yeah. Halloween. I was like, I've heard we this. We were going to the Halsey concert. Yeah. Remember, we were up yeah, by the and food you, trucks. He like he like he said that, and then he looked at me, and I'm like, I don't, I don't know. And no, I said, I said, oh, he's talking to you. Oh yeah, that made it better. <laughs> I was like, you need to go because now I feel like we're in stranger danger. Territory. So anywho, you guys, we're not very good at pickup lines. If you could leave some in the comments or add them to either my social media, I don't know if Bridget wants her social media out there. Not but yet. anyway, my Instagram is I am Jenna Clark. So definitely put some in there because I would love to hear them. Or ones that have been used on you. Like I would like I'd be I'm curious to see if people actually have these used on them or ones that actually work or does everyone just get weird, uncomfortable ones? Yes. <laughs> has anybody gotten married from a pickup line? So please No one's gotten I'll be so surprised. There has to be I will be so surprised. So surprised. There has to be. We'll Anywho, I would love to see that. Next segment. <laughs> um, the last thing I think we wanted to cover was um, who you kind of look up to as far as geeky role models. Um, do you want to go first or do you want me to? Oh, I'll totally go first. Okay. So my um, biggest one, I have a couple of them, uh, but my biggest geeky role model is Felicia Day. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Yeah. I absolutely love Felicia Day. I um, started watching The Guild and was oh, like, oh my god, I love this that. show. And I was playing World of Warcraft. and She's great. I just felt like I connected with her. She must be Wi-Fi because I feel a connection. Oh, uh, <laughs> Anywho. So then um, I saw her in Supernatural, which, oh my god, I love Supernatural. I love Dean Winchester. Jensen Eccles. I would love to meet him someday. Mm-hmm. And Jared, that's totally fine too. Um... <laughs> He's second. Sorry. He's second, but... Oh, That's totally Jen. fine, too, if I see him. <laughs> Jensen, I'd be like, um, hi. I totally, like, fangirl out, even though I'm like... I can't. Oh. I can't. We should do another I just feel like he smells like leather and <laughs> bourbon or something. <laughs> okay, moving on for Felicia Day. <laughs> I actually got to meet Felicia. I know she probably doesn't even know because she probably meets thousands of people all the time. She wrote a book. Um, and she had the tour. I remember I wrote a blog, and that was one of my first geeksandgarters.com blog. You were very excited when she came I out. was so freaked out. I remember I got ready for, like, two hours, <laughs> got to the bookstore, and was, like, freaking out, sweating, like, nervous. My heart was, like, racing. Um, I even took a picture and, like, in my car with this crazy face, which I think is on my my blog, (laughs) going, like, oh, my God, I'm here, and she's in there. And she even liked that picture, which made me even more nervous because I was like, I'm going to be here. So then she read, like, some of the book. No, you know what? I don't even think she read some of the book. We already got in a line, and we had to sit and walk through. Hmm. This whole, like, bookstore to get to her. Wow. And I had all these things that I wanted to say to her and be like, I want to be your friend. Like, (laughs) let me be your friend and I want to be famous like you. And I remember I got up there and I was super excited. I put my book down and she goes, oh my gosh, I love your hair. And I was just like, (laughs) and she's like, you look, you remind me of Jenna Marbles. And I'm like, everybody says that. (laughs) And then 
she signed my book and I took a picture and I, w- I like left and then wallpaper this guy was pushing me out of the way it was one of those things that was like wait wait I have so many other things to tell her like, wait a minute I didn't even go through this whole list like I feel like I just like ripped open this huge thing that was just like like Santa's list on the floor like please and that was that was my interaction but she would be the most inspirational just badass geeky girl that I look up to and I adore that's really cool though you got to meet her too because like my my role model for geekdom I would say is Zachary Levy yes Levi I always say Levy because that's you know me um but I just love the community he's made with the nerd HQ I love that which, by the way, if no one knows of it, it's amazing. However, I don't think they're going to be doing it anymore at Comic-Con in uh, San Diego. He is playing Marvel, Captain... Not... Nah, he's not playing the lady. He's playing Shazam, <laughs> not Captain Marvel. Uh, he's playing Shazam, so I'm assuming he's just getting super busy. But they have the Nerd HQ, which is amazing. It, it was allowing people to sit into interviews with like the cast from Supernatural, but doing it in a way that was more intimate. People were asking questions that wasn't just all about you know, asking them about, you know, being famous or anything. It was like kind of personal questions and questions about the industry and people who wanted to get in it or be a part of it. Um, And they were selling tickets for like 20 bucks. And then everything that they were selling, they were giving away to Operation Smile, which is like kids with cleft palates. So it's like really changing lives in the way he did it. So for me, it would be him because one, he's just amazing to listen to. I I try to catch him when he's doing live Instagram because he's actually having real important conversations um and it's to me it's stuff i want to hear and it makes a difference um and you know the charity work and everything i i was really hoping to um donate my services as a photographer i was really hoping to do it at comic-con for the hq and unfortunately i don't think it's going to happen but it is something that i try to do locally now not necessarily with comic-con because i haven't gotten there yet um but i i try to do what i can that way but for that, that's like my top. And I don't think I could handle fangirling, like if I met him in person. So, because I just can't. I I was at a Comic-Con. There was the guy from Bellstar Galactica. I was like 20 feet away. I really? could see him, Jamie Bamber. I saw him, froze. My husband's trying to get me close. He's like, oh, go and get a picture. I'll pay for that. I couldn't move and I would have, like a cat in water, wanted to get the fuck out like I couldn't handle it like I just it, it's just like he like I've been watching you like a creeper is like I've been watching we had just finished binge watching Bell Circlecta I'm like I've been watching you and I feel like I know everything about you so I didn't want to be close and see him because it was just too weird um and I always and that sometimes I'll get weird with you guys right now but sometimes I'll have dreams where I'm like oh I dream that I finally meet him at a con and I'm like he's like writing my autograph I'm like oh my god you're amazing he's like you are too as a person and then we become best friends See? Or my second this, husband. Because this is my easy Felicia Day moment. We're totally going See, to... See, but you lived it and I can't. Yeah, but I can't. I my, totally... I full red face. The only people I, I face, can handle was like... I face planted that one. Yeah. Like, I, I just really wanted her to like be my friend and love me. And I was just like... I'm gonna, like it's it's my time like getting the job interview like oh yeah. this is it this is it I'm going to make a difference we're going to become besties I'm going to be on a show like that. And the only thing I have come close to that is wrestlers because i, I was wrestlers. totally into the wwf not the wwe granted i still like the WWE, but love the bella twins yeah for me it was always ray mysterio Junior. love him too yeah little ray ray he's my fave um i met him in batista but when i finally got to meet 
Ray in person, I had the whiteout contacts because it was all about SmackDown. I had a 619 <laughs> sweatshirt. I had a DVD for him. She's laughing at me. I had a DVD for him to sign. And I walked up. And he's like, I like your sweatshirt. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. And I, he signed it and I ran out of the store. Like I, I was like, yeah, okay, thanks, okay, thanks. And ran out. Like I couldn't handle meeting him in person. Okay, so to rant off on that. Yeah. Because I feel like you and I both have had similar situations mm-hmm. with this. Yeah. Now let's think of, because I've also been at the convention behind the table, mm. where... What do you feel as, let's say you're famous and people are coming up to you to get your autograph one by one, would you rather the already know that the people will nerd out and be like, oh my God, thanks, and like walk away or the ones that you can't get rid of that sit there and they're like, oh, remember when this happens and this happens, but you're like, hey man, like. I get it to a point. Like I do see them. Like Dean Winchester is Jensen Ackles, yeah, but not really. And so, like, I wouldn't sit there and be like, "Oh my God, remember the time when you killed a lycanthrope?" Yeah. Like, so what? What would you think would be? It's um, I mean, if I was on the other side of the table, I would assume that I'd want the ones that are going to geek out and kind of go about their day. But the thing is, is like there are those people that want to stay because they're excited and whatever part that they're explained to you might have really touched them in the show that they just really take that with them so i can totally understand and appreciate people wanting to share that with the actor or yeah whatnot. but i also think that's why they have press and they have management to kind of help to get move. people through um, move along yeah and i and i think like if you are one of like the you know hall what is it hall h and can't like in Comic Con, and if you're like you know, if you're Gal Gadot and you're Wonder Woman, they're gonna let they're gonna make you move through that fucking line quick. They're not gonna let you sit there and be like, you know, you're beautiful, go Israel. Like they're not they're not gonna like let you stay there very long. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I mean, in, in that situation, I would probably want the person geeking out. It's just it's it's hard because even if I was the actor, I would still feel horrible anxiety about being in a place like we were talking earlier about people coming up and com- complimenting you on your outfit or your hair. It's uncomfortable. Can you imagine being up there and you're seeing that and then you're you're supposed to sit at this con- convention for they, hours? I must say, it's though, hard. they do have it down because yeah. I must say Felicia Day took the best photos. I looked like a walrus next to her. <laughs> she had the perfect smile. She knew the perfect angle, the perfect way that to, like... So well, I, I actually went home yeah. and started, like, practicing a smile that I knew, like, mm. if I were to do this motion and my face looked like this, I'd be okay. I still can't get it. Who was taking her photos? Uh, you hand it to the individual that's her, like, bodyguard so, or something. So, like, was it on the cell phone, though, or... Yeah. I, I think... I think kind of getting that from from my side of photography is a lot of people don't know how to pose and how they should be holding their posture and bodies. And I think just for someone that's in the industry and having that exposure all the time, mm-hmm. it's like people know how to stand at the red carpet to look a certain way or having your feet crossed or whatever, like putting your weight to one side. Um, I think people in that industry just have that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's they just know from sheer, like you practicing is awesome just because it's one of those things that you know they do all the time. So they just know how to pose for the cameras. Yeah, if I smile, I look like an, an anime character. My eyeballs go away. <laughs> so I have to try and be like, <laughs> like a soft, a soft smile. Yeah, kind of like thing. oh, if I go like this in the picture, I look okay. Well, and the only way I mean is for you to do it is to take the picture and look versus like where I'm on the other side of the camera, I have to be like, hey, you look a little look a little weird yeah i have to like tell i have to tell my people like hey smiles 
yeah, they'll smile. I'm like, oh, great. Smile softer. A little bit softer. No teeth. Sultry. And, like, they'll kind of get it. No so teeth. I, Stop. Yeah. Shh. Like, yeah. No more. She's like, trying to touch my face. <laughs> um, but, like, yeah, stuff like that where, like, you know, you kind of, you have to coach them in. So I'm assuming, like, with that, it's just her for just having the yep. exposure all the time. Yeah. Let's see. Or do we have anything else that we were supposed to talk about? Um, or anything that you would like to add? No, I think we covered quite a lot of stuff. Um... I'm trying to think of like, so yeah, I'm trying to think of what we want to cover for the rest of this or if there's anything that you're looking forward to for the next couple, like other podcasts or whatnot. Wait, what do you have planned? This yeah. is my first one, so I'm yeah, excited to know definitely. what you... Well, this is my first one too. What but do you have planned, what, Jenna? What I have planned... What's next? It definitely. I will, I will, what's next? <laughs> dancing so I feel like um, like I had mentioned to you I would like to delve a little bit deeper into emotional um, connections with TV shows as well as movies I'd be excited to hear more about that so with um, movies also I was thinking um, like thinking of just breaking down the Avengers like I went to the first oh, Avengers good, good one. and yeah. not even knowing anything about any of the characters um, but now <laughs> I feel like even just the the people that they're choosing, like you had just mentioned that Zach is going to be Shazam. Yeah. Um, I feel like Chris Pratt has been placed in a great role. I think Batista has been placed in a great role. Robert Downey. Uh, Robert Downey. Iron Man. Yep. Yep. And then you have um, all the Chris's. The trifecta. <laughs> um, yeah. Benedict Cumberbatch, like all of them I have love been. Him. So, I love yeah. Doctor Strange. Yes. I love them. It's probably one of my favorite movies. But all of them work so well together, and I almost feel like I want to be their friend. <laughs> I feel like what what you guys should get out of this show is that Bridget and myself don't have any friends, and we're just looking <laughs> each other for friends. <laughs> Bridget's my best friend. <laughs> Well, and I think that's something... Have you guys noticed she also has not said it about me? I'm kind of sad. I did. Oh, okay. Jenna, officially, best friend. Yes! Best friend. <laughs> Scream it to the mountains. Blast is super loud through your windows. Everyone should know. <laughs> Cannot be replaced. Burder. Cannot. Burder. People are Burder. jealous. Burder. Seriously, people I, are jealous. I, it's gross. Um, I wanted to throw some crazy train. Making me lose you crazy train. Now I'm losing my train of thought. Um, oh, no. I was going to say, like, I'm excited to do, like, to hear those podcasts just because I think there is something with, like, the emotional connection with characters. But I also geek out about the psychology of it. Like, yeah. why, like, why people get connected or why people feel a certain way with TV show characters or movies. And I think the Infinity War is perfect for that because I might have been the only psycho in the theater that was just like yes towards the end because I knew what was going to happen you know from reading the comics and I just I thought it was played out so wonderfully and just Mm -hmm. loved the last 10 minutes of it and there's people losing their shit (laughs) losing literally losing their shit in the theater and there's one guy in front of us he's like oh no you didn't oh no you didn't like when they just like everybody it was hilarious (laughs) i was just losing my i was laughing so hard just because everyone else's reactions but i just thought the way they handled that was amazing and i I wouldn't have changed anything about the ending at all that is awesome i I actually loved that too i was i already knew what was going to happen i did not read any of the comics yeah um but just from people that i'm around that have read it I knew what was coming, and it was still a little 
You know, like, I kept thinking, like, oh, man, they're going to get him. Oh, man, Thor just <laughs> fucked him up. And then all of a sudden no, I was like, man. oh, like, what just happened? I think the funny part about that movie, too, because we're digressing. This is when we're at the end of the show. Uh, that <laughs> I think a lot of people from the people I, I had talked to about it were wanting it to, like, okay, yeah, I know we're going to go downhill. It's going downhill. We're getting close to rock bottom. Okay, clearly it can't get any worse than this. And they were waiting for that rebound rubber band up and go, yeah. oh, we're going to end on a high note. And I'm like, oh, no, no, that's going to put you on rock bottom and then it's going to start digging a hole. And you're just going to go all the way under and then it's just going to leave you there. And I just thought that was brilliant. It's like, no, it's fucked. Like, you're done. Like, that's it. You yeah. just leave, like, I just died a little on the inside. Like, it's great. Yep. I did tear up a little bit, I must say. Um, so that will be some of the things that I'm going to be covering. I think that will be um, a good... Um, what I'm thinking is maybe going off of my own connection with them to start. And yeah. then as people start, you know, commenting and wanting me to also do it um, towards them or other characters that they're interested in, um, I'm more than happy to kind of do that um, I was thinking of also doing like Game of Thrones um, characters and how they progress through the seasons. Because mm. um, in the beginning, you have just shitty kids that you're like, oh my God, they're so irritating to all of a sudden, you know, they start becoming these epic, badass characters. Um, I, I know we had a couple of things that we wrote down also that was going to be some topics. Did you want to go over some of those that we had written down that maybe... Um, you think would be so, good topics? So I think some in the future that we should definitely cover are... I, I would like to hear more about the young adult books and how adult are they really. Mm-hmm. Um, some other ones I was writing down is I would love to cover something about women in movies and comics and kind of where we're coming from and what we want to see. Have you noticed that women are just like extreme badasses now in movies? I'm excited about it, but I'm also concerned that... How do I say this? It, it sounds horrible. It's like I'm ex- I'm excited about it, but then I worry that some studios are pushing to that because they feel like that's the standard. And I I definitely want all women to be as equally as with guys are in there. Mm-hmm. But that my I worry because there's been some things like with the movie Solo pushing social standards in certain things in movies and like TV shows where I was watching. Supergirl the other weekend and or the other week and it was really heavy on gun control and I get that it was reflecting on what has been happening recently Got it. but I don't know my husband and I were talking about it. like I don't know if that's the correct way to kind of bring it up and he he was kind of like I don't really want to have this in my superhero show but I was like well, Star Trek used to do this stuff back in the day when they had like the interracial kisses and like with with Han Solo like a lot of people were complaining about how uh, Lando was what did they call it pansexual and they're like oh yeah no he'll fuck robots like it was just interesting and i don't know if a lot of people wanted to see that in the movie or people were taking that from the movie yeah so it's just interesting um i don't know if that's any topics people would want to hear (laughs) i don't know if it's just me because i'm just it's just an interesting kind of thing to see where things are going because i know people use that kind of any genre or media they can to kind of like try to talk about things that they want to do like Mm -hmm. again star trek so it's just like an interesting thing I noticed when when I was watching the movie or when I was watching the TV show. But yeah, I'm sure there'll be lots of fun things and stuff that will be lighter, not always like deep. Like I'm sure we'll have like, because we were talking about conversations about having colored hair or pros and cons of it or like I've been recently wearing wigs, so that's fun. Um, stuff like that and kind of seeing like what the pros and cons are that or like how it changes people's perceptions or what they feel they're allowed to do with you in public mm-hmm. um so just kind of that stuff too 
Yeah. Well, I think this has been fantastic, and I appreciate all of you guys listening. Um, if you have anything or any comments or would like us to cover anything specifically or even have guests on, feel free to DM me, and um, I will have all of my social media handles posted within this podcast, or you can always stop by at geeksandgarters.com. And always remember to geek responsibly.